time for two blokes talking tech. There is a lot going on in technology, as always. For my latest news and information about technology. It's fantastic to get these speeds on a mobile phone, isn't it? The speeds on this thing are amazing. Two blokes talking tech. Very nice, snappy performance. It's a good phone. Yeah, there's a few pros and cons with this. With Trevor Long from yourtechlife.com. Now, my advice to people who like this kind of service is... And Stephen Fennick from techguide.com.au. I really like this new service. Gives you that flexibility to hear your music anywhere. Two blokes talking tech. Stephen and Trevor always providing the best advice. Lots to talk about on Two Blokes Talking Tech. This is Two Blokes Talking Tech. Thank you for downloading uh, Two Blokes Talking Tech. Trevor Long with you from EFTM.com.au and Stephen Fennick from TechGuy.com.au. Live from New York where Stephen has just discovered that I spent the effort doing the post-production in last week's show. There'll be none, and I repeat, none this week. <laughs> Some of your best work there. Timed out beautifully Thanks, then. Uh, you've, you've done that before, haven't you? Thanks for your overwhelming tweets too. Thanks, everyone. There was one person <laughs> yeah. tweeted us. It was probably Robert. Um, I think it was Robert, actually. It was, it was someone else, yeah. Okay. Well, whoever that was, thank you very much. Yeah. No one's no one's bothered to. We we do appreciate you getting in touch. Yeah. Like that's a big yeah. part of it. Anyway, we are in New York uh, and we're doing the show thanks to the good people at Netgear. Netgear.com today. We'll tell you about them shortly. But we have literally uh, an hour and a half ago left the um, the Lincoln Center and one of the theaters there where Samsung had a very nice, large, like solid scale event. Um, really well produced uh, event where they unveiled the Samsung Galaxy S. 8, Samsung Galaxy S8 Plus, uh, Dex docking station, Gear 360 camera, Gear VR headset with controller. Yep. So it's a solid day for Samsung. It was. It was big. And, and, and just sort of to, to paint the picture, we the Lincoln Center is a very famous venue here in New York. A lot of musical acts and theatre that is put on there. So it was a pr- pretty prestigious venue. We did have to line up for a fair bit. So there was a lot of people, a massive crowd here. And to get into the venue, we were required to have... Uh, they, they asked us to download the app, type in the special invitation code, and that generated a QR code that we had to flash at the door, and uh, and that led us through the gates. And then promptly at 11 o'clock precisely, it started, didn't it? That was uh, on time. Well, they had to because the embargo for um, <laughs> for the for the information for yeah. the people like us. And do you know what? And, and I, this is a little bit of an insight into the, into the world that we live in, but it's it's pretty unique and pretty exclusive for us among the other Aussie journos and a few other groups that were able to get hands-on with these devices yesterday so that we could take photos, um, write our stories and have them ready to go at the moment of, yeah. of the launch. And that was um, hammered home to me when, you know, people sitting around us, there was a moment in the, in the in fact, it was the Gear 360 camera when when they showed that, a guy behind me goes, oh, <laughs> and you're like, you know, this yeah. is this is a big deal for a lot of people. Yeah, and no, so we were lucky to get that insight, weren't we? And it's yeah. it, it, it allowed us to get our stories ready and have take our photos. Yeah. Like I took like 500 photos, I think, at the hands-on session yeah, yeah. with the, the S8 and the S8 Plus. Now, I'll say straight off the bat, S8 Plus all day long for me. Biggest S8 screen. all day long. Biggest screen. So 6.2 screen inch screen for the S8, S8 Plus. 5.8 for the S8. But I'll it's stop you there. Bigger. It's bigger nah. than the S7. I'll stop you there. We can't compare it to any other phone. You can't, apart from the G, G6, which we'll talk about in a minute, but you can't compare the screen size of the of the S8 or the S8 Plus to the iPhone or anything like that because it's a different um, ratio. It's a different distorted size. So it's not actually, you know, a wider screen. So it's very complicated. So the reason for that is uh, Samsung's gone with this infinity screen concept, which, they, which is what they call it. Basically, you've still got a, an edge 
a curved edge on the side. Not quite as curved, I don't think, as, as the previous. as the edge, the, their 7 edge. Yep. Similar to what the Note had. Remember the Note 7 had a bit of a curved edge? Oh, I, thought, I didn't think we were allowed to talk about the Note 7 anymore. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it, it's, it was, it's very similar to the, Note, to the Note 7. It's So basically, when you're looking at it front on, it does look like the, the screen literally runs off the edge yeah. of the page. It's like an edgeless display almost. And, and yeah. if you think about your current mobile phone, people, if you're listening, driving along, walking along, whatever, look at your phone and you'll see centimetre up the top, centimetre down the bottom where the Samsung logo is, where the speaker is, you put up to your ear down the bottom, there's a home button on an iPhone, on any any device. Yeah. What they've done here is gotten rid of that. You've got about maybe two, three, five mil at most, yes. top and bottom. What is it? It's eighty three percent of the front of the of the phone is screen. Yeah. Which and is a huge ratio. It's a huge ratio and we, we should be clear, we saw this and we talked about this with the LG G six. It is not identical because LG's is eighteen to nine, uh, Samsung's is eighteen point five to nine. Um, but um, the and, and again, it's it's a hilarious thing. We were uh, we were waiting to go out the other day, and it was a dark darkish room we were in. And you and you had the G <laughs> six with you, yeah, and you, yeah. you were just looking at it. And one of the guys from Samsung looked over your shoulder and absolutely yeah. shat himself because yeah, yeah. he where'd you get that? Because he thought you had the S <laughs> eight. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you see this screen turned on and glowing at you, it it, it just looks remarkably different yeah. without any question. Now, LG pretty much did nothing but talk about how entertainment would be improved. Samsung talked about that, and they talked about its HDR capabilities and mobile certified, da-da-da-da, but they also spent more time wisely talking about what else you can do with that screen. And the best example they gave was with Android, you can split screen, so you can throw a YouTube video up the top, you can have your text messages open. Not only can you be sending a text message with the keyboard open, so keyboards, you know, one third of the screen, messages like the, the previous message to your missus is in the middle and the video you're watching is up the top. So you're doing so much on the screen. You could be watching a YouTube video while just browsing the web and reading newspapers. No, no, right. they, did, they did make a good point of the, the screen's not just bigger and, and they pushed the boundaries and all of that. They gave some, some real-world examples of how it could be used. Yeah. But in terms of the design, um, these are uh, the, you can, the really premium quality. Do you feel like really solid build quality? Also really glossy uh, colours as well. Like yeah. they got, I think we're getting black grey and gold yep. in Australia. There's five in total. We're there's, getting a, three. there's a purpley one and yeah, what's the other one? one? There's blue, a sapphire yeah. blue, I think. But um, th- there's a little curve on the back of the device as well, so it fits nicely, the, the curve of your hand. And even w- with that shape of the screen, remember the 18.5.9 screen, that gives the phone a longer, narrower feel, so you can still use it. On, well, the S8, definitely a one-handed use of the phone still. Even the, A8, the, the, the um, A- S8 Plus, you can still use that practically with one hand as well. Yeah. So not, I mean, you can't reach to the top of the screen. Let's no. be honest; that's out of reach. But I think we're 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 not doing that kind of work. Where we, you remember our iPhone? It got the double double tap the home or yeah. double touch the home button. It, it brings the screen down to give access to those things. I don't think you need that kind of thing. I think Android still has that as well, where it kind of minimizes down. But honestly, and I think LG obviously pioneered this in terms of um, release. But I think they probably um, found out through factory sources that it was happening and you know jumped on board because mm. it is a bit strange that two companies do the exact same thing in the in the 
in the yeah, in the space well, of a couple and, of months. And, but and, yeah, you're right. And to be fair, that all the rumours are pointing at that Apple are going to do the same thing as well. So the, yeah. this whole idea of fitting in a bigger screen in what would traditionally be yeah. a regular sized body mm. is the kind of the the new trend. Christ, seeing. I can remember doing a, a mock up of that for the when we were talking about the iPhone six. You know, what would it look like edge to edge? You know, edge to edge has always been the design. Now, LG's G6 doesn't go edge to edge. There is about a millimetre around the left and right hand side, which not a bad thing, to to be honest. And I like the the squarish look and feel of the the G6 probably better than the Samsung. But um, you can't doubt uh, Samsung's claim of the infinity screen. It looks looks really, really good. Now, um, the screen is no doubt the selling point. Um, I think in store, people will look at it and love it. Um, The design, it looks looks great. looks really nice. There's a couple of things here. The home button's gone. Um, There is a home button. The logo on on the front's gone. Yeah, the the home home button is now on the screen and and you do get a haptic feedback from it. Fingerprint scanner is now on the back next to the camera. Um, and, oh, you know, we were talking to someone from uh, Samsung last night who kind of said the fingerprint wasn't going to be needed that much because, you know, you use your iris to unlock, you can use yeah, face to face unlock. So they've now got a, not just – so you've got the iris unlock, which was pioneered in the, in the Note 7, mm-hmm. RIP, um, <laughs> but which is amazing in terms of biometric security. It's the best you can get. Mm-hmm. But a simple face unlock like Windows Hello – is now available on a Samsung phone, and I think if you have that, I just I, I just question though that that you're required to press the home button and then see then for it yeah, to see your face. It's going to take a while. I don't it's want I don't want to break it to you. It's quicker just to press the home button with your fingerprint on it and just opens. But there's no, but there's no home button. This is my point. Key, but what do you want? A home button or a bigger screen? What, what do you sacrifice? And I think that no, the- I'll, I'll stop you there. I just think that if anyone does it best, it's Oppo, right? You don't have to press. You just put your fingerprint, and Huawei do it as well. You mm, put yes, your fingerprint yeah. on on. You put your finger on the fingerprint scanner. It it turns on and unlocks in one motion without pressing anything. So that's what we need. And we'll have to test this when we get review yeah, units. But yeah, well, speaking of the fingerprint, it's it's to the right. It's to the right of the camera. Yeah. So looking at the back of the phone. There's it's an awkward the, spot. Yeah, there's the there's the flash, there's the lens, and there's the fingerprint reader. So if you're holding it in your right hand and using your index finger, it sort of fits okay. If you're a lefty holding it in your left hand, you kind of got to swing your finger all the way over to the other side. Why didn't they just put it underneath the lens? Like, well, I don't know whether they just wanted to keep the symmetry there or what. But oh, I think they were going for symmetry um, because you look at many other people have done that. And here's the funny thing now. Look at the Huawei P10. They took the fingerprint scanner off the back and put it on the front, and the trend is now to get rid of the home button. So so looks and feel design, beautiful, really well done. The screen is sensational, no doubt about it. Now, Bixby's probably the next important thing to talk about, which is their personal assistant. So you're talking taken on with a female voice. Does that bother you? Does it bother me? What are you trying to say? It speaks kind of a man's name, don't you think? Oh, I can't. Dude, what are you saying? I'm not saying that it's bad having a girl. Like, I've got my, my, you know, it's like my wife. I'm married to a girl. Exactly right. (laughs) My my wife tells me what to do all the time. I'm I'm used to hearing women telling me what to do. But Bixby, it sort of, it 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 does sound like a bloke's name. I'll give you that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Siri, Alexa, uh, Google Assistant, what else is there? There's all these, the world of assistants right now. When they first started talking to us about Bixby, they there were so many things that that sounded amazing. Now, in my in the first demonstrations I've seen, um, I'm 
I'm, I'm pulled back a peg in that excitement and I really want to play with it. Now, we don't know it's going to be available at launch in Australia. In fact, it probably won't be. Bixby it'll probably take some time. No. Not only with the native apps, though, won't it? With the native apps, it'll be available. Oh, no, there's, there's no confirmation that it'll be available in Australia because they've got to get the Australian accent working and all that kind of stuff. There's no confirmation got, it'll work in, till, in the US at launch. It's got until April 28. So. And 21 for, 21 for, for early, early. No, 21 for Free early. Pre- Australia, they may be early, that's right. If you order, we'll get to this, but if you yeah. order, if you're one of the first to order, yeah. you'll get yours you get, on the 21st, really first, yeah, yeah. which is an enticement before, to have that spike. A week before the, uh, the election launch. Bixby, the idea is there's a dedicated button on the left-hand side. You press it once, it just shows you your Bixby um, kind of cards, which is yeah. like Google Now, yeah. um, so things that, that it thinks you want to know push and hold the button, it brings up the assistant. Now, when they said it doesn't take you out of the app, and I thought, well, so it's just going to kind of bring up a little microphone. and then, But it does. It just comes up like Siri and takes over the screen and then listens to you. But it is much smarter than Siri because it's contextual. So you, can, you could be looking at a photo and say, um, and press the button and say, send this photo to Stephen. And you don't have to, you know, it knows what this is. It knows or or you can say, there. send this. You can say, send this to Stephen. Yeah. And because it knows what's on screen, it knows what to send. Um, which is smart. Now, I mean, if you've tried doing that on an iPhone, it won't work. Um, so I think, I think from what we've seen, it looks a lot smarter. Um, the idea of the native apps, like the gallery app, looks brilliant. What they've done, they say, you know, there's, there's, how do I talk or something? Like that. Yeah, they say there's like, there's like fifteen hundred possible um, things you can do. Multiply that out by the number of combinations of those things. There's like a million different things you can get Bixby to do. So you could be in a, in an app. In a, in a photo and say, and press the button and say, rotate this to the right and rotate the photo to the right. Well, they were saying in the demo that anything you can do with touch, you can do with voice. That's a big call. So that's massive. So rather than you having to fiddle around editing your image, like you said, rotate right, rotate left, crop, I don't know, can you crop it with your voice? I don't know, it'll be a world's first, you can crop a picture with your voice. Well, I mean... A little bit more, a little bit more, yeah. that'll do. <laughs> well, exactly. Crop this by 50%. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Is it possible? We'll have to well, test we're on we're going to have to find out. But um, <coughs> I like the fact, too, that it, remi- it remembers things that you do. Like, I think the example he gave is that like, a person who normally, who normally maybe rings their wife on the drive home from the office every day, uh, it'll say, oh, you normally ring Amanda this time of day. Would you like to do that again? Pretty awkward if your wife's got your phone at a particular time of day and says you normally normally ring your girlfriend this time that day. <laughs> yeah, Bix- Bixby's learning too much about me. Bixby is be the name of your divorce lawyer. Yeah. You'd normally visit this website at this time of the night. Oh, yeah. you normally got chicken a and tissues at this time of night. <laughs> should we uh, get that? Should we get that ready for you, Trevor? It'll say. Oh, you normally look at uh, these. These sorts of websites at night. <laughs> I'm not well. I've got a cold, and you're really killing me here with my with my throat. But so I, I, look, I think Bixby's excellent, but I, I think we really need to it's see early, through the early, early hype yeah. to understand if it's really, really great. But you've got to remember too, like it's it's only just launched, and it, it I think it's gonna as it learns more about you and improves on the back end, it's just gonna get better and better. Like mm. it's it's an exciting first step. It, it's. I like the fact that they said, right, we're not just going to give you Google Assistant and that's it. We're going to give you our own. It's got its own, I think you call it an art, an intelligent user interface. Yeah. So it's good that they're raising the bar in that area anyway. I just think if we're going to get artificial intelligence right, we need the more people, the better. So Google would have had a much better, um, I guess, growth in their artificial intelligence if, uh, if yeah. Google Assistant was in Samsung. Like, they'd be filthy. If, like, it, wasn't in Sam- if it was in Samsung. Yeah, 
Google, Google Assistant. But don't they want to keep that for Pixel? Like, don't no, they? It's, in, it's in the LG G6. Yeah, but not every phone, not every Android phone has it. No, but all, all the new ones really should yeah. and, and will, like Nokia will and Motorola will. So I just think they'd be disappointed that Samsung's gone their own race here. And they even made a point, DJ Co made a point about how closer they work with Google. Remember that slide? They had the I, Samsung I think that was a bit of a make sure that we keep them on board yeah, kind of thing. Sweet. Um, and the other thing, Bixby, by the way, uh, also has photo recognition. Now, I've been playing with some apps on the iPhone that do this, you know, very smart. You point them at something, it says it's a bottle, it's a plant, it's a whatever. This is even better than that. You point it at a book and you press shopping, it'll show you where the book's available and, and how much it'll cost. So it's kind of a smart uh, uh, artificial intelligence through the camera, which is good. But again, I, I just don't think Bixby is a selling point. I think it's a nice feature. I don't think it's a selling point. Before I know that we're both red hot for the Samsung Dex feature, which will keep will yeah. hold hold that thought. Samsung Connect, I think that's uh, a smart feature as well. But for to all, for all the smart devices we've got in our homes, and they don't have to be Samsung devices, by the way. But they do have to be compliant with them. So, like yeah. Philips Hue, for example, has to have been through Samsung's process. It's not like suddenly your Wemos are going to work or your Arlos are going to work on Samsung yeah. Connect. It's a, it is a smart home app yeah. uh, controlling multiple devices across ecosystems. I think it's a smart – like Apple's got HomeKit and you know, where, that, where that is like a one-stop shop for all your devices. This, Samsung needed this and it's good that they've got introduced their own because one thing with Internet of Things – the only hassle is that you've got to jump in and out. If you've got, say, a yeah. Netgear camera, you've got a Wemo switch, you've got all these different products, you've got to go out of four or five different apps. At least this brings everything into one place. And naturally, the, the example they gave was Samsung fridge and a Samsung vacuum, a robot vacuum cleaner and, and uh, all, all these other devices all connected. They were lights connected. So all in one place, you can connect all these smart devices I think it was a no-brainer that that had to be there as a feature. So uh, good to see they've introduced it. I'm sure a lot of companies are going to make sure their products are compliant with it as well. Yeah. You mentioned Dex. Now, I, I, I had a bit of a kind of uh, when you test the pulse of a few of the other people in the room yesterday when we had our preview of this. You, 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 I, test, you I, test my pulse. Because I knew your pulse, mate. <laughs> you and I have a very similar pulse similar in pulse, this regard. Really? Um, I didn't get a good feeling from others about this, yeah, and I'm talking, oh, you know. I thought this is one of the best features. I really like it. I 100% agree. Yeah, so yeah. what we're talking about here is a little hockey puck style um, thing, which doesn't look like anything except it's got, you know, HDMI in the back, two USB ports yeah. and an Ethernet, right? And then you push down on the lid and it kind of slides up and there's a USB-C in there. You dock your phone in there and it becomes a computer. Now, it doesn't just like if you've airplayed your iPhone up onto a TV, yeah, that's good, but it's not. It's, that's just it's big just screen, big right? This is – it turns into a computer. Yeah. Android becomes like Linux. It's it be, a it, desktop version of Android, yeah. Fully desktop version. It has, looks you know, too. Looks really taskbar nice. down yeah, the yeah, bottom. Really uh, nice. screen, uh, applications run as, win, yeah. as, as windows within the environment. Uh, Microsoft has customised their applications mm-hmm. to look. They look like the Office suite in Windows. Yeah, really uh, nice. Adobe's done the same with Lightroom and Photoshop yeah. Express. We should, you, we should mention that this is powered by the processor that's got an octa-core processor, yeah. 10-nanometer processor, which is... That's like laptop class processor. The the, the Dex unit is simply um, you know a USB C the charging and the, and the interface to the to the PC. There's no power in the Dex unit in terms of processing power, except there's a fan because they must have noticed that the 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 phone was getting pretty hot running as a PC, right? Yeah, yeah. But you can receive text messages on the screen. You can receive calls and use it as a Bluetooth as a hands free speakerphone. In my demo, I had a test of it and I I pulled up two browsers, watched a YouTube video and managed to open up a PowerPoint document. So all this running at once. Now this is, it's got four gig of RAM on the phone, yeah. but that 10 nanometer processor helps power this. Yeah. So you can just imagine 
And I think uh, they've done a deal with Qantas. All the Qantas lounges are going to have the DEX thing. So yeah. if you're no virgin, mate, only Qantas so far. If you go into the lounge and you need to do a bit of work, rather than have a lug get your laptop out, pop the the no the, the S8 and S8 Plus in the decks yeah. and up comes the your desktop emailing <laughs> uh, Mate, I would carry a decks with me as I travel yeah. that, you, you know you could you could plug it in carry here. a laptop you wouldn't yeah. need to carry a laptop if you had it at a monitor yeah it's I like have, hot desking uh, the future well, of hot desking so and I opened up excel and did like uh, formulas and calculations and stuff but here's the thing and why I don't think some of the people I spoke to really understand I don't think like I worked in an IT environment at SBS and Mate, there are people in that organisation who you could give the, the best smartphone to and they'd never need anything else because you bring, like sales reps, bring it back, yeah. dock, dock, and, and cool. they don't need to have synchronisation of anything. It's just your computer. Yeah. And you, you just have a DeX and a, and a keyboard and a mouse and a monitor on every desk, which, which is the way hot desks work, except you don't need to give everyone a laptop and a phone. You just give them a phone. Yeah. And the and, thing too is that when you're done... You pull out the phone and, and you don't leave anything behind because it's all on your phone. So yeah. there's no security risk because it's all on your device. There's 64 gig of onboard memory, plus you can expand it to up to 256 gig. So you can carry a lot of data around on that as well. And they showed a virtual machine running so you could actually remote into a Windows PC yeah. and run a Windows PC. But forget that. Forget the corporate environment for a minute. Think of the mums, dads and grandparents. Now, you and I get calls all the time from people and I've had people recently that have got a seven-year-old computer on the blink, what should I be buying? Yeah. I often say to people, are you just doing email on Facebook? Because if so, get an iPad, right? Yeah. Well, hang on a minute. Yeah, there you go. Fine. Just get this and $199 dock. Keep the monitor you've got, plug yeah. it in, and you've got yourself a new computer. I, think I commented to you during the uh, presentation, and you agreed. I said that's the future of mobile. That's the future of mobile computing where these phones are getting as powerful as a laptop. That's going to be where, and who knows, in five years' time, this thing will have a little projector in it so you can project your monitor and a little projector for your keyboard. This, the power of these devices, I think people, are, you'll be surprised how powerful this one is. And look, HP did this at Barcelona at Mobile World Congress last year. They had the Elite X3, which was a Windows phone. It came a Windows computer. It was amazing. But it's an enterprise product. HP is not really cutting through in the, in the mobile market, so it didn't really get cut through. When Samsung does it, it really makes a difference. Yeah. Do you remember Motorola did this with like the... Christ, and I'm talking five, six years ago. They had a little thing that you could, yeah, like a phone that had a little dock and would become a kind of laptop yeah, as well. The idea's been around, yeah. but this is the first time I've seen it executed point, to yeah. perfection. Yeah, absolutely right. And, and the que- the other question I asked you was, would, a- would Apple ever do this? And my answer to that, I answered my own question. I said, well, no, they won't because they want you to buy an iPhone. Mm. They want you to buy a Mac. Yeah. So Samsung don't have any computer business to speak of to, to cannibalise in Australia yeah. and even other parts of the world. The phone business is strong. So would, would Apple ever go down that route? Well, my, my wish with Apple would be that the, uh, the operating systems would eventually become one. They merge, yeah, iOS and macOS becomes one. I've said this before yeah. about Launchpad. I mean, Christ, it yeah. should be the centre of the thing, but it's stupid without being a touchscreen. It's ridiculous it's not <laughs> yeah. a touchscreen. But um, there was a patent released a couple of weeks ago or a week ago, which was kind of timely, um, and I reckon they leaked from it Apple. from Apple. Um, of like, it looked like a, a, a clamshell, one of those, uh, um, yeah, one of those. The yeah, iPhone fits and in the it. iPhone fits in it, so it becomes your trackpad, yes. and maybe that becomes a screen. But well, I'm with you; I don't see them doing it at all. Not not at any time soon. But but it, it makes sense. Like this is a device we carry around everywhere. Yeah, it's connected all the time. It makes sense to have everything in one place. Yeah. 
All right, that's called Dex, and uh, you can see photos of that and all the, the all the products we've talked about at uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. It's time to meet Orbi, the world's first tri-band Wi-Fi system. Orbi gives you reliable, secure, and crazy fast Wi-Fi to every inch of your home. That's right, everywhere. No more dead zones upstairs, no drop connection through walls, just better Wi-Fi everywhere. Orbi reaches up to 370 uh, square metres through Wi-Fi barriers like walls, stairs, and doors. With a dedicated internet connection, Orbi helps prevent buffering while streaming your favourite movies and shows. No matter how many devices are connected, you'll have ultra-fast Wi-Fi speeds. The Orbi Tri-Band Wi-Fi system works with your existing modem to maximise the speed you're paying for. Orbi's sleek design and state-of-the-art technology steals the show. It gives your home a superior Wi-Fi network that's both easy to set up and elegant to display. With just a couple of clicks, your secure Wi-Fi network will be ready in no time. For more information, visit netgear.com.au. Our reviews are at techguide.com.au and eftm.com.au. Orbi, better Wi-Fi everywhere. Now, Stephen. We've talked about the phone, we've talked about decks, we've talked about other things. It's expensive. I'm just going to say straight out, it's $1,199 for the S8, which is, you know, standard fare these days. We've, we've, gone, we've gone past the $999 phone. But hang on, let me put it in context for you before you go on. It's the same price as the G6. Yeah. It's the same price as the Sony XZ Premium. It's the same price as the HTC U Ultra. So is it expensive then? Call the ACCC, they're colluding. Well... Uh, my my point is that that I think that is in the price range of where it belongs. The others, I'm aren't. just sad. The others aren't. I'm disappointed. Yeah, no. Okay. So what your point is that that the at least this feels like it's worth twelve hundred dollars, whereas you don't think the others are. Well, I think my, the others are, the others but are I don't think they have. Yeah, yeah. But I think they're being arrogant to place themselves yeah, well, in that spot. So th- that that's the ballpark. Straight planning. up. Before we talk about the plans, though, there's yeah. your G6 sitting yeah. in front of you. Yeah. Let's say that's the S8. Yeah. Um, they're the same price. Mm-hmm. They're pretty much on the same plans. Yeah. I buy the G6, I get a free TV, 43-inch 2017 <laughs> TV. I mean, that's well, a bloody... Plan, though, with plan? Telstra. And you spend more than $95, yeah. $95 yeah. and up. 43-inch TV. 43-inch that's, TV that's for free. Well, That's a $1,000 yeah, TV. Yeah, true. And, and, the, you, and many would jump on that. Great. But... Do LG, if LG weren't giving away a TV, would people buy it? No, that's that's, that's, that's the thing. Yeah, that's so the, the reason. That's the smartest thing. Do they need a TV? Do they need a TV to sell this thing? Yes, they. Well, they. Yeah, well. So to be clear, the LG G6 is a bloody great phone. Yeah. But how do you get people to choose it in the Telstra store? You give them a free TV, and that's how you create a new brand loyalty. I've got to say, that's the challenge for, for all the other manufacturers mm-hmm. is just enticing people because they have the products. Everyone yeah. has the product. And, again, we've said this a million times for people on bloody radio. You can buy a $400 phone. It's bloody outstanding, mm-hmm. right? For most people, it's going to do more than enough, yeah. right? So you actually don't need to spend all that money. But how do you entice someone to, you know, to do yeah. that and get those phones? So well, I think well, Samsung, what are they offering a free VR headset with the controller? whoop de doo Yeah, but yeah. Um, yeah. So look, uh, it's it's eleven ninety nine. The uh, the S eight Plus is thirteen forty nine. So again, iPhone pricing as well. Yeah. But plan wise, I was staggered to see Virgin, Optus, and Telstra's plans. This thing, you know, when we talk plans, you normally got the the plan cost and then the handset cost. I like to look at where the, where the zero dollar handset cost lies, and normally it's around the eighty buck mark. It used to be seventy five, eighty. Yeah. Now, not a single one under like a hundred bucks. Yeah, or ninety five. Ninety five well, with Optus. Tel- well, no, no, Optus. I think Telstra got a ninety five, but on the swap thing, mobile swap plans, which you're not a fan of. Oh, I hate the idea of being locked into because a ten year contract. Back. But it was, you know, well, how it works is you have the phone for a year, 
You give the phone and, back. And, you, and you've paid them, you know, $400. For 12, for 12 months. You've paid them for the yeah. phone. You're leasing the phone. So they get you the don't phone get to back. keep it. Yeah. yeah. So they get the phone back after 12 months. You get a new phone when you start a new two-year plan. So every time you do it, you're going to start a new two-year plan. You're consistently in a rolling two-year plan. I can see that they're smart. They lock you in as a customer, but you as a customer get a new phone every year. So like for like, forget the yeah. swap plans, yeah. scroll down and look at the actual plans. If you were to walk in as a new Telstra customer, not wanting to go with a new phone feeling, and all that so kind of jazz. Zero dollars. Zero, zero dollars. The cheapest zero dollar Telstra plan for the Galaxy S8 and the SA Plus. $195. Uh, unbelievable. That gets you 35 gig of data. <laughs> Which is... Uh, Optus have got 100 gig of data for 160 bucks. So I just feel like the, the zero dollar thing has just gone out of the park. So you've now got people signing up to $80 plans and spending 10 or $15 a month for the, for the phone. Well, I've got the Optus plans in front of us here. And these are all, by the way, pre-orders start March 31, which is yeah. we're recording on Thursday morning Australian time. So that's tomorrow yeah. if you're listening straight away. Um, the, well, the and cheapest, if not, why not? The, cheap, the cheapest uh, zero dollar plan for Optus is 130 a month. And yeah, yeah. that gets you 30 gig of data. Yeah. yeah. And Virgin doesn't have a plan where it's zero dollars. Yeah. And so, so, if you want to, so I'm I'm reckon probably the the sweet spot for for Optus is probably going to be probably around the eighty the ninety four dollar month. I think I think the eighty five dollar plan nine dollars a month gets you an S eight. So you're paying ninety four dollars yeah, a month. Seven gig of data though. Maybe if that was like twelve gig, that'd be awesome. But their their nearest one. So you say you pay hundred and five bucks. You suppose say you pay an extra eleven dollars, you get an extra you doubled your data. Critical thing here. Yeah. We don't have Vodafone pricing yet. Yeah, Are they back, hanging yeah. back to go boom with yes. something that blows everyone away? Yeah. I hope so. Because if they're not, yeah, it's, it's so been a complete too. waste but, of strategy. My Optus, remember my Optus uh, theory with Optus was that it seems that Telstra have gone out a bit, a bit more aggressively with plans for the S8. Yeah. Optus, oh, Optus normally are pretty aggressive with their plans, but... I don't know. Is it? Is it? Do you think that Optus may be keeping their powder dry to, to really go boom with the new iPhone plans when they're when they come out? So because you know what's going to happen, right? People are going to see Telstra's plans. Hang on, S eight Telstra, cheap, fast network, a lot of data. I'm in. That's going to. And suck. we should be clear. Telstra suck a lot of customers. Telstra's in. big thing here is they've got the fastest network for yes. this phone because it can be well, gigabit speed. Well, so Optus has that as well. Well, on their, oh, in Macquarie their, Park. I, I know. Well, Telstra isn't as widespread either. But it's growing. They're it at least growing. expanding this. That aside. Telstra, there's going to be a lot of people thinking, wow, Telstra, that's great value. Boom, new phone, they're in. So they've, they've started a two-year contract. In three months when I think they're going to announce the iPhone at WWDC, right, when that happens and then Optus can come out and say, right, all these customers are locked into a Samsung contract, we're going to now come up with these red-hot iPhone contracts to get everyone else. I just, that are waiting. There's, there's Is two, that reading too the, much into it, you reckon? I think it's giving too much credit to, to them, frankly. <laughs> oh, there, there's two important phones in the air. There's Samsung and there's Apple. Yeah. Why, would you want, well, why would you want the biggest slice of both pies? Yeah, yeah, true. Uh, I just think that everyone, everyone seems to think and that Apple's going to come up with something really special this year. They are. We're all waiting. Let's talk about that, right? Yeah, so we, we, we've talked pricing um, and we've talked about how we, we agree that the WWDC is where they have to announce the phone. Well, if, it, if it's as radical as this, yes. because if, if Android was an open uh, system that allowed developers to come into it the way WWDC kind of yeah. promotes iOS and you're removing the, fing- the, the fingerprint scanner from the home button, you're removing a physical home Which button, all those things, then you have to announce that at WWDC to allow developers 
developers to, to build their apps around, right? But it and also gives customers <coughs> the th- it gives customers a look at this thing and they'll think, wow, I'm going to wait for that. That, that is that, that's, that's um, what's going to prevent them going elsewhere. And let's remember this: the Samsung, uh, apart from the the early adopters who are just going to get the Samsung regardless, right? Anyone who pre-orders is not thinking about an iPhone, right? If you're pre-ordering a Samsung Galaxy S8, you're not thinking about an iPhone. We should point out, though, that this is 13 months after the S7's come out. So if you've, if you've got an S6 or an S, even an S7, say you were one a 12-month upgrade, yeah. this is 13 months because the other one came out in March last yeah. year. So you've waited And, and f- if you wait 15 months, you've got, there's a new iPhone at least announced, yeah. so then you wait a couple more months and you've got it. Mm-hmm. So, so what does Apple announce? They have to announce edge-to-edge screen. Like it has to go. They have to be able to create width yeah. in the screen. Yeah. They have to be able to create a bigger screen with the same body. They have to make a thinner phone. Now they have got to get rid of the home button. They've got to get rid of the home button. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Will, 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 they they be able to, will they be able to maintain the fingerprint under the screen? That's the kind of interesting thing. That, that, that's going to be revolutionary technology they can oh, do. That. Has Apple not done revolutionary before? Well, they have, but, but the technology to scan a fingerprint through a Mate. digital screen. Mate, when the iPhone 5S came out, yeah. did anyone think it was possible to scan a fingerprint through a, through a static button. Remember, before that, you had to swipe your fingerprint on every friggin' yeah, thing yeah. with the little green light showing, right? <laughs> I mean, you've got to remember, that's that's how full-on this well, is, this world. If they do that, then game over, baby. So, you know, I think that, that Apple... if well, Let's put it this way. If Apple come out with, you know, an iPhone uh, 8, 8 or X or, or, edi- or Edition yeah. and a Plus, and they're slightly different design and slightly bigger screen... Well, be, no, no, wait. they I say slightly different size, slightly bigger screen, then that's a fail. If they come out with those two phones as like their base model and then this addition, right, iPhone addition. that's a rumour. It'll be 7S, which will be the... A basic upgrade of what yeah. we've got, and then this iPhone 8X or whatever they're going to call it. Edition, which is something stunning, right, to the yeah. point where it is literally all screen in your hand, more than even Samsung's achieved yeah. here. That's going to that's gonna blow the market out of the water, but that's how revolutionary it needs to be for them to it do It does. That. I think the, the, the pressure is really on Apple, I think. They've really got to come up with something special because uh, I, I know a lot of people who they, they had an iPhone 6 or 6S and they saw the 7 they went, eh, they, they, well, hang on. It looks pretty much like what I've got and it didn't yeah. really compel people to change. So I think with the whole the whole symmetry of this whole thing, which is going to be June is actually the actual month where the iPhone launched in 2007, so it's going to be the 10th anniversary. WWDC starts, Worldwide Developers Conference starts June the 5th. So we, we're both in agreement that we think that Apple is likely to unveil the phone there, give the developers a look at it and give them an opportunity to develop for it because there will be facial recognition and other development opportunities with it. But it's also going to then give customers a, a notice to say, right, this is what we're doing. Not out till September, but this is what's coming. Yeah. So hang 100%. in there. Yeah, 100%. I mean, it's an exciting year for mobile phones. I am not overwhelmed by the S8. I think it's amazing, the big screen, yeah. but I think the, the G6 uh, warmed me to that already. Yeah. But it is the first time I've been keen to use a Samsung for really like good. more than more than the week. You know, mm-hmm. I'm really keen to give it a couple of months because I want to yeah. want to understand if Bixby's you know mm-hmm. really a, a more improved, not yeah. revolutionary, but a better personal assistant. I definitely want to m- muck around with Dex yeah. like big time. That is that is really exciting to me, um, and and I want to know whether I get a feeling that that bigger screen does 
kind of improve my day? Yeah. You know, does reading more tweets on screen make a difference or does, you know, re- reading web pages without having to scroll more? I don't know. Do those take things just selfies. sound stupid? Better selfies in that, mate. Oh, I can take a better <laughs> selfie. Man. Hello. Um, and we, we should say that the camera on the back didn't get really get an upgrade. The camera on the front did yeah, with, with autofocus. autofocus and facial recognition. Pixel. But no, I'm excited about this. And, and as I said at the top, S8 Plus all day long, the bigger screen, that's, that's what I would use. And... I've got. I can remember when the Note Seven came out. Rest in peace. And uh, I, uh, I that was my phone. I, I was using that phone, and it, and I said I wrote this in my review. It was one of the best phones I'd ever used. It and was then brilliant you, until your ears were burning. And then and then yeah, I had to give it back again because there was an issue. And the it kind of there, there were so many people who were telling me the excitement from they saw from the Note Seven, the positive reviews. They were thinking right. I'm making the switch. That was going to be the jumping point for a lot of iPhone yeah, users. Yeah, They're yeah. going to make the switch. And then what happened, the rest is history. The iPhone, the Note 7 died. The iPhone 7 came out. So that Samsung potentially missed out on a lot of customers. Will the S8 be that phone for these for these people now? Jumpers, I'm going to call them. Jumping to another device. No. Because the, pe- people I, that I wanted to know one of the I bloody stylists, mate. I think mate. it may. I reckon because people who maybe just want a refreshing new design, bigger screen, uh, maybe this may be the jumping off point for them mm. to try something new. And, and they're, they're bloody good looking phones. They're really attractive, really nicely designed, yeah. great features, that DeX feature. Wait till people get a load of that. They're going to love it. This could be it for them. And, and I'm looking forward to getting it and trying out. I'll, I'll be putting the SIM card in that and using it as my phone to test out Bixby, as you said, and using DeX and doing all of that because... They've kind of set a new standard now. They're, they're, I yeah. think they've reached another level now with the phone. They're, they're just just making the screen bigger and putting a bigger battery in. That's the, just doing that's not going to cut it. It no. needed more, and they've given us more. Well, I'd be interested in everyone's views. Uh, if you're listening to us, jump on Twitter at Trevor Long at Stephen Fennig, Ziggy Zaggy, the hashtag. I mean, what do you think? Does this impress you? Is the pricing at the right point? Is it okay? Um, and, and also, if you have seen pictures or, or seen in the flesh the G6. I'm really curious as to what people would choose. You're walking into a store, mm-hmm. you're willing to sign up for 100 bucks or more at Telstra. Mm-hmm. There's a free TV, 43-inch 2017 model LG TV that you'll be sent if you sign up to a two-year plan or do you get the Samsung Galaxy S8 and a Gear VR headset? Competitive out there. But just just uh, this this whole event, I think the all the eyes of the tech world were on Samsung today. Spe- and to be clear, they didn't yeah. they didn't go into any detail about the battery thing except at the very start, um, DJ Co said um, you know we had a We've challenge. In, a yeah, we, challenging. we had a challenging 2016, yeah. um, and then there was some clear vision of you know the the regiment and the regime around the battery yeah. testing, but it wasn't yeah. discussed, which I think is right because they moved yeah. on from. That. I think I commented to you we were sitting next to each other in the presentation as we do and uh, follows me around DJ Co I said I said mate that was well, he's, when he introduced the phone and that was quite heartfelt what he said about you know loyalty the loyal customers have stuck by us the, the, our customers and the, our supporters and you everyone here in the room he really that came from the heart I reckon he, he, he was really appreciative that despite all their challenges that that's what he called them over the last six months that we've come to this point and we couldn't have done it without you guys. And I think it was, I think it was a, they, a kind of a, a, a fresh beginning for, for the company because this was something that needed to be great, that needed to be a hit. This needed to be something they hit out of the park to put them back, to put the Note 7 woes behind them permanently. This needed to be a great product, and I think they've succeeded. They've, they've done well. And just to end, uh, in the same way that they ended today, you have to look up the video 
There's a commercial <laughs> they've made. There's an ostrich. Just imagine it's an emu just to feel a bit more Aussie. But there's an ostrich that walks up to a table, you know, like an, uh, a homestead and kind of puts its beak into a Gear VR headset and it gets stuck on its head. And the Gear VR headset is then showing, you know, flying through the clouds. And you yeah. can imagine when you look around, it looks to, like you're flying. The tune of Rocket Man by oh, Elton yeah, John. Rocket Jeez. Man. Yeah. I'm not editing that in. Um, <laughs> and it, the, the bird, the, the ostrich thinks it's flying, so it yeah. tries to fly. It is Probably the the oh, funniest really corporate and video I've seen in a very long time. They didn't even show the phone. All you saw was the VR headset. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the whole point of the ad was imagine what you do, what you think you can't do. do and an ostrich is supposed to be a flightless bird. Yeah. And it's a it was a really, really touching ad. It's touching and hilarious at yeah, the same time. Really good. Really good. Yeah. All right, two blokes talking tech, uh, constant stories and articles and updates at techguide.com.au, eftm.com.au. We'll be back in uh, in town. I'll be back in town next week. When will you be back, be Stephen? Back yeah, oh, we'll okay. We'll be back in time to record because Stephen's staying a little bit longer with his friends. He's got he's got rich friends in city. You've got an apartment overlooking the bloody Rockefeller. But anyway, whatevs. Um, so you... <laughs> Hope they're not listening. <laughs> He'll be back next week. Well, what are they not rich? <laughs> well, they're they're doing okay. I yeah, think. They're, yeah, doing they're doing okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, good. <laughs> anyway, we'll be back in town next week to record. That the, that'll be the last time I stay with them. I think. Oh, <laughs> come on, they love it. They love it. They love it. Um, we'll be back next week. Thanks for listening. Thanks for downloading, and uh, we love your feedback on Twitter. Uh, or wherever else, but Twitter is probably the easiest way to get in touch with us both. Uh, at Trevor Long, at Stephen Finnick. Uh, Stephen, um, it's been lovely. Let's do this really again. Nice. I'm, I'm, I'm a bit jealous of your room that you got here, by the way. The, you got a you got a view and a window, a corner room. Like yeah. uh, I don't like you having things I don't have. <laughs> 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 Haven't noticed that before. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. I thought, yeah, that's not a bad room. The sun's shining in behind it is us. It's finally here. a beautiful day. Look at it. I'm I'm, I'm in love with New York today. I haven't liked the last two yeah, days. I will be talking to management about yeah. the room selections. <laughs> See what you can do. They'll probably yeah. put you in the basement. Yeah. Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen